are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday, September 20th, 2019. Moose Michaels with you. Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So that was a uh, a nail biter of a game last night. I got so much to say about that game. Praise. I have some not so crazy things <laughs> to say about that game. Uh, first and foremost, you can uh, voice your opinion about the Cardinals, what you think they're doing, how you think they're doing. Just give us a call, 615-499-6690. That's our voicemail line. You can uh, leave your messages there, and uh, we'll get you in on the show. Guaranteed. All right? Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Moose Michaels. Uh, Lockdown STL is the official Twitter page for uh, for the show. Uh, you can email me, moose at onairwithmoose.com. All right, uh, now that we got that out of the way, Let's just, we're going to change things up a little bit today. Normally we do the three big things. Uh, we're going to kind of, we're going to, you're going to hear the same things, but we're going to call it the keys to victory today as we're winding down the season and every game matters, especially these games. Number one. All right, Jack Flaherty, I don't know that you can say enough about his performance. Eight innings pitched, career high in innings pitched, or excuse me, in, in pitches thrown, not innings pitched. Um, he shut the Cubs down. The one home run uh, that he gave up to Anthony Rizzo was it. The Cardinals' offense. Well, hold on. Number two. The Cardinals' offense took care of the rest. Uh, Goldie uh, coming up big for the Redbirds, uh, and and you know you wanted the bat to come around, you got it. Two for five, a couple of doubles, both those hits. No walks this time. Backed outside of Bader, nobody walked. Uh, Ozuna, though, Ozuna's really got to try to figure it out. Um, De Young needs to too, but at least, you know, it, it wasn't all that. It wasn't all that great, but the Cardinals still got it done. Number three, and finally, Colton Wong did. It, it, he left the game in the fifth inning. Uh, apparently, injured his uh, leg. Saw later that it looks like a hamstring issue, maybe. So. I don't know much about sports injuries, but I think a hammy means he's going to be out at least a week. And while it's not a devastating blow to the Cardinals roster, uh, still not one that that you want to endure uh, as good as he's playing. He's currently the uh, team leader in batting average. So uh, this game, this game was such an emotional roller coaster ride. And, uh, you know, towards the end, ended up having to get some blood some blood pressure medication, I feel like. Uh, We're going to talk about Carlos and that whole fiasco um, in the second segment because that was so infuriating. That was such an indictment on Carlos as a closer. And a lot of people are going to disagree with me. A lot of people are going to say, you know, know, they've already been saying it. First turn run since since August. Okay. Okay. So what? You know, it's 
I'm just going to save it. I'm going to save it until the second segment there. Let's, let's, let's focus on some positives. Jack Flaherty shutting the Cubs down. That's, that's the first positive. Eight innings pitched, only gave up three hits, one run, one walk, eight strikeouts. Um, just an incredible outing for the Cardinals ace, and he is the ace. Is there anybody out there that doesn't think that now? Flaherty is the ace. He's the ace of this staff until the Cardinals go sign a Garrett Cole. There is no other contender for that title on this team. Flaherty has been the best pitcher in baseball since the All-Star break, and he's shown it time and time again. And part of that is because he's got something to pitch for. He talks about a lot about how he's honoring the memory of Tyler Skaggs every time he goes out there. And uh, he's, he's honoring him, most definitely. Uh, Miller came in, did an admirable job. Gallegos uh, came in, finished out the game finally, blessedly, in the 10th inning. He didn't have to go on any further. Uh, and it's not as if the Cubs didn't have their own uh, woes when it came to the bullpen. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, uh, he gets saddled with the loss on the Cubs side, uh, giving up that uh, Matt Carpenter home run, which, by the way, is the offensive play of the game. The offensive play of the game. Uh, of course, and again, we'll get into Carlos here in just, in just a moment. But So after the Carlos debacle, the Cardinals finally get out of that. And Carpenter comes up to the plate and just crushes a Craig Kimbrell fastball. And it's gone. And I don't and it's a perfect time for Matt Carpenter to come around and do that. Perfect time. Uh Tara Wellman on Twitter, Tara Wellman. I'm gonna give her props here. She called that. She said this is the perfect time. Matt Carpenter to come up and be the Wrigley hero yet again. And he was. He did it. He did great. Cardinals end up winning. Ended up winning. Uh, okay. I you know, it's it, it's it's a little bit much to I'm trying because I mean I can get really real it's it's just a game, is what I have to keep telling myself. But when it's your favorite team and you know they're capable of much better things, it, it's hard not to get upset at the way part of this game went. Uh, again, Jack Flaherty did amazing. Did and then there was that heads up play where they where they caught uh, Schwarber in no man's land between third and home. You know that and just incredible baseball IQ, incredible baseball IQ. Uh, the same, uh, not the same situation, but Carlos Martinez found himself rushing towards the third baseline. Uh, going for the ball and trying to toss it home, and it just looks so sloppy. I mean the 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 contrast between Flaherty and Carlos is just mind-numbingly obvious. Mind-numbingly obvious to me. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about Carlos uh, in our next segment. And for all of you staunch Carlos defenders out there, I expect to hear from you over the weekend, 615-499-6690. I want you to give me just your best defense of this guy. Why should this guy even be a Cardinal? After this season. Because as you we're about to talk about. I don't think he should be. 
This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, your team every day. And uh, don't forget, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get your favorite live event or get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Yeah, it, it really is that easy. Also, uh, Postmates, uh, big sponsor of the show this week. I love these guys. I love them. They, I mean, so my, my wife's car, uh, the starter went out in it this morning. So we were down a vehicle. She's had to get a ride home, couldn't go to the grocery store. You know what I did? I used the Postmates app on my phone to get chicken wings, to get some potatoes to fry for the game tonight, get some, uh, some sugar for our sweet tea. Yeah, we live in the South. We do sweet tea right around here. Uh, all I did was Postmates, and guess what? I got it. Pretty quick, too. Postmates, of course, your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. Doesn't matter what you need. They can deliver it 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates is going to bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't got to know where the store is. Postmates is going to deliver anything to you. Just download the app for iOS or Android for free to browse local restaurants, businesses, and track your delivery in real time, which is good because for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. So uh, I guess this is going to be the time that uh, we have to talk about Carlos Martinez. I feel like I spent a lot of time this season talking about this dude. Uh, this is Locked On Cardinals, by the way, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, happy to be here on this September the 20th, 2019. It is a Friday, gearing you up for the weekend. Uh, we're going to take a quick look at the remainder of this uh, Cubs series uh, here in just a few minutes. But first, we gotta, we got to take care of some business. Uh, Carlos Martinez came in in the ninth inning. The score was 4-1. Walked the first batter. Uh, he recorded us. I think he recorded a strikeout, got one out. But overall, three hits, got charged with three earned runs, one walk, and only the one strikeout. He was falling apart. Falling apart out there in the mound. And after he walked the first guy, Mike Schultz should have come out there and he should have pulled him. You, these games are too important to leave a guy out there like that that's obviously struggling. He didn't, he didn't look confident. He looked miserable is what he looked like. He looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but out there in that mound in such a high-pressure situation against the division rival that he knows if he blows this game... That is just one more game closer that they are to catching the Cardinals. What she'll do leaves him out there. And he leaves him out there. And he leaves him out there before finally bringing in Andrew Miller. Anytime Carlos is going to be up and closing your games, anytime you're going to bring him into pitch, you need to go ahead and start warming up another guy just in case. Does he have his good outings? Yes. I'm not going to say he doesn't have good outings. He does have good outings. 
Does that mean that I think that he's going to be the kind of guy that needs to be out there in the ninth all the time? No. And there's already going to be some people out there saying, well, Moose, what do you think? Should he be starting? No. Here's what Carlos needs to do. Carlos needs to go and really think about what he wants out of his career as a pitcher. Because I don't think he's going to be the guy that St. Louis needs in the ninth inning. I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to be in the rotation. I could be wrong. I could be eating those words. But if they stick him back in the rotation in 2020, they are going to live to regret it. He's not the best pitcher on this club. He's not the best pitcher on the staff. I don't care what his talent ceiling is. I don't care. I don't care what his potential is. Do you know what's better in potential? Actual results. You know what's better than that? Potential? You know what's better in potential? Jack Flaherty. Jack Flaherty is potential realized. Carlos Martinez is potential squandered. Squandered because of his... uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but, you know, based on things that you see, the guy is just kind of lazy. He doesn't want to put in the work in the offseason. You want to know why he's not starting? And we, we've covered this a million times. Carlos Martinez is not starting for the Cardinals because he did not do the work to strengthen his shoulder over the offseason. But Moose, he was one of the best starters in 2018 until he got hurt. Yeah. And as we talked about, and as that, uh, I can't, I'm so, I apologize, I can't remember his name. It takes a long time to heal from a shoulder injury. A long time. That doesn't mean he's going to be ready to go. I really feel like he needs to change the scenery. Carlos Martinez should not even be on this team in 2020. And if he's going to blow up like that in a high-pressure situation against the Cubs who may not even make it to the playoffs, I don't even know if you put him on a playoff roster. Or if you do, you do what I just talked about. you got to have somebody warming up with him to back him up. I don't care if he knows it. Don't even care. Dude's been around for six years. Got that big contract from the Cardinals or Royal it's a relatively big contract from the Cardinals. And what's he, what's he provided? Maybe one, two good years for him? And a whole lot of headaches, a whole lot of drama. The Cardinals just need to cut ties with this guy. But Moose, who's going to be the closer? Who's going to close out the games to the Cardinals? The guy they did it tonight, Giovanni Gallegos. Gallegos... Should have been your closer at the moment Hicks went down. Absolutely should have been the closer the moment Hicks went down. Not Carlos Martinez. That was just a horrendous start. That was the kind of, or not start, appearance, I should say. That was the kind of bad relief appearance that when I go back and watch it, I don't even remember that it only took him two pitches to end a game the other night. That's the kind of appearance where I don't want to see him anymore. And, I'm and hey, I'm nothing if consistent. I've been saying for a long time, I want this guy off the team. I don't like him. Trade him. 
Get what you can get for him now before that shoulder starts barking and suddenly you're saddled with the rest of this money and you're saddled with a bad contract and you're saddled with another reliever that's probably going to go on the other side of a milk carton where Brett Cecil is right now. Carlos Martinez is not your answer in the ninth inning. Carlos Martinez is not your answer as a starter. Adam Wainwright is diminished as he is. I would take him any day of the week over Carlos Martinez as a starter. Even though statistically Martinez is a better pitcher. You know why? Because Adam Wainwright carries no drama. And I don't care about his hair color. I don't care if he's got a uh, outspoken personality. I don't care about that stuff. I don't care about the tattoos. I don't care about any of that. What I care about is whether or not he's being honest with the team and whether or not he's being honest with himself. Because there's a lot of evidence that he doesn't always do that. He's not honest about when he was hurt last season. He didn't do the work he said he was going to do to strengthen that shoulder to go back to the rotation. And now he almost called the, cost the Cardinals an incredibly crucial game. Maybe it doesn't even matter what he's done before. These next two series against the Cubs, these are huge. These are huge, huge games. And you're just going to sit there and, and shill. And this part of this is on shill. Part of this is on shill because he let this happen. Hey, we got to leave. We got to leave Carlos out there. You know, try to build up his build up his confidence in a game with this much magnitude. The moment he walked the first guy, knowing what you know about him in the past, you pull him. I, I don't know any other way to do it. It might be harsh. Early hook. Early, early hook on something like this. You, you cannot. If the Cardinals had lost, lost this game tonight, the momentum would have been awful. The momentum's already shifted some as it is just allowing the Cubs to come back like that. If you want to defend Carlos, I invite you to do so. Leave a voicemail, 615-499-6690. I want to hear from you. I want you to tell me why Carlos belongs on this team. I need you to tell me why I should give him another chance. Because I'm done with the guy. I've been done with the guy for a while. I don't want to see him on a postseason roster. If I never saw him in a Cardinals uniform again, it would be too soon. So tell me why I should change my mind. 615-499-6690. Oh, I, 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 I was so mad watching that game blow up. So, so mad. How, how you can sit there and just watch him do this, if you're Mike Schultz, is, is beyond me. Because it's just insane to let a game almost slip by. <sighs> anyway, uh, so the game that's uh, going on later on today is going to be a day game, one twenty Central Time, uh, as Michael Wonka takes the mound against Alec Mills. Wonka did, he gave out a good strong outing last time. Uh, five scoreless innings against the Brewers last Sunday. I did take a no decision, though, in that loss. It makes me wonder, what is more frustrating? What's more frustrating? 
having Jack Flaherty give you the outing that he did and you almost blow it, or blowing one of the few rare good starts that Michael Watt could get you. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Waka, of course, not been the best pitcher, and the, uh, the Cubs kind of light him up, just being honest. Uh, hopefully the Cardinals can pull out a win. Hopefully the Cardinals can, you know, they shook their curse about Kyle Hendricks. Maybe Waka can figure out a way to make this work too. Alex Mills, uh, well, he has nine strikeouts, one run allowed, no walks in six innings out of the bullpen in September. Uh, he's done a couple of spot starts a few months ago. He gave up five earned runs with 11 strikeouts. Uh, I tell you what, this could be a high-scoring affair for this game later on today. Uh, you can catch it on Fox Sports Midwest, uh, Major League Baseball, or MLB Network. I should say, I keep I keep on wanting to spell it, Major League Baseball. Uh, MLB Network, uh, your local Cardinals radio affiliates. I guess if you're up in uh, Chicago, looks like ABC7. Uh, if you're an if, if you're a Cardinals fan of Chicago, I feel so bad for you. Uh, the game on Saturday, Dakota Hudson on the mound against Jose Quintana. Apparently, that was going to be Cole Hamels' start, but Hamels uh, dealing with some shoulder fatigue, so uh, Quintana is stepping up there. That's also going to be at one twenty Central Time, so a couple of day games. And uh, Hudson looked really good in his last start against the Nationals. He's six and one with a one point five nine ERA over his last seven starts allowing just eight earned runs in 45 and a third innings during that span. And uh, limited action between the Cubs and Hudson, but they don't seem to hit him very well. Whereas the Cardinals, uh, especially, man, Marcelo Zuna, he lights Quintana up. And so does Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt's batting 615 against Quintana. Ozuna, 538. So that ought to be uh, that ought to be a good game as well. The final game on Sunday, uh Miles Michaelis against Hugh Darvish. Hugh Darvish has managed to kind of turn things around for his uh, tenure with the Cubs. Uh, he did set a single-game club a record on Tuesday, eight straight strikeouts against the Reds. Uh, 13 overall in those seven innings. Michaelis, eh, not so hot in his last start. He hasn't won against the Cubs at all this year either, but he does have a 2.16 ERA in 16 and two-thirds innings against Chicago, so... We'll see how that goes. So that was a quick look at the rest of the games uh, for the weekend. And, uh, well, we got to wrap up. Went a little bit long today. That's okay. Uh, again, I want to hear from you. Defend defend Carlos. If you're a Carlos fan, I want you to defend him. I want you to tell me why I need to change my mind. 615-499-6690. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, enjoy the games. Again, that other one, or the first of the rest of the series getting started this afternoon, 120. And uh, we will see you Monday morning, hopefully with some good Cardinals news. Uh, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.